Welcome to Featured Insights, presented by Caroline Economic Development. I'm your host, Debbie Bowden. This podcast is for all size businesses in Caroline County and the Eastern Shore of Maryland to learn from experts at the local, state, and national level. We hope that you gain insights that can help your business run more effectively. Well, I am fortunate today I have two guests with me. Kathleen Freeman and Leslie Grunden. They are with the County Planning and Codes. And we're going to talk about the interesting subject, and we're going to make it interesting, of comprehensive planning and what that means for the business community, the listeners to this podcast, and what it means for the community in general. But before we get into that, I'm going to ask you each to introduce yourself, what you do for the county, and just share anything that you want to with the business community as far as preparing them to hear about the comprehensive plan. So Kathleen, we'll start with you. Oh, thank you. Um, well, I'm Kathleen Freeman. I'm the director of the Planning and Codes Department. And uh, aside from working on the comprehensive plan, which we do every 10 years, um, we also work on zoning and permitting issues. And we are frequently in working with the business community to help them get situated and get what they need to have their successful businesses in Caroline County. So we're going to come back to that real quick. We're going to touch on the customer service aspect of your office. But Leslie, if you'll introduce yourself. I'm Leslie Grunden, and I'm the Assistant Director of Planning in the Planning and Codes Department. And I do a lot of environmental planning projects, water and sewer related, uh, stormwater, um, and helping municipalities with their environmental planning needs. Gotcha. And so we've had Crystal Dads, who is your counterpart, and she's talked uh, about permitting. She just, we did a recording uh, a little bit ago about the new uh, liquor laws. But I wanted to touch on this idea that of customer service. So you, Kathleen, you mentioned you help businesses with the permitting and understanding what they can do on a piece of land. Just talk about that in general, and then we'll kind of wrap that into how that looks at the comprehensive planning process. Okay, sure. Uh, so um, every activity, um, every land use activity has a specific place in the county where it can go, where it can't go, and there are certain requirements that have to be met for businesses, residences, or any other use Mm -hmm. to be placed on the land. So frequently how our process works is somebody's interested in opening up a business, just focusing on business here. Sure. They are interested in opening up a business. They, we ask, um, we put the word out for them to call our department and ask questions about what they can do, what they can't do. Um, and in most cases, actually in all cases, we work with people to try to figure out how they can uh, make happen, what they want to happen, where they have That's- property to do it. That is so important. You work, your office and your staff works to make it happen. You don't work from a place of no. No, we absolutely do not work from a place of no. We definitely want people to uh, call us. We invite people to come in and meet with us and we'll sit down and go over what their goals are, what their vision is, and try to figure out how we can make that work uh, where they want it to happen. Right. Great. And so, and, and Leslie, so your customers are a lot of the towns then, right? And yes. uh, you do work on some private or uh, some projects that may impact private sector or, or residents, but yes. you're working with the towns. Can you describe how the planning process and the zoning differentiates between the county and the towns? Well, the, the layout of land in towns is a lot denser, and gotcha. a lot more, um, I know we're not an urban county, but if there's any 
urban type land. It's it's basically in the town. Right. So smaller, more condensed building, um, and that's where stormwater comes in and environmental protections. And I get a lot of calls about how to help deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the infrastructure needs water and sewer. Um, I don't really do a lot with roads, primarily water and sewer, but um, I help them find grant funding to help expand if they need to expand or extend if they need to extend and then upgrade when they have old systems. So you're really, the town staff is your customer, which in turn then a business that wants to go in the town of Denton or Federalsburg or Preston, any of the municipalities that are incorporated, they follow the zoning and the permitting through that town, but there's this symbiotic relationship between the work that you're doing and looking at those environmental um, planning and, and making sure that the towns have th- that capability and that's that ability to serve the businesses. Yes, exactly. And this all fits into this comprehensive plan. So, you know, the name is as it suggests, right? It is looking at the county as a whole and going, what do we see in 10 years? What do we think the growth is going to be? What's the need going to be on the residential side? What is the need going to be perhaps on the um, business side? What are the uses that we're seeing? There are some bands around some of the town's growth zones, right? And maybe you can touch on that. Uh, yeah, we can go this far or we can't go this far. And But this is really like from a business perspective, if somebody was sitting down, their timeline might be a little shorter. They may be doing a five-year plan, but it's really what what is the county seeing and how to best accommodate that in the next 10 years. So you mentioned 10 years. So this mm-hmm. is 2023. Does that mean there was one done in 2013 and there'll be done one done in 2033? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, the comprehensive plan is designed to be a 10-year plan. However, we do operate on a state comprehensive plan cycle, which even though it's 10 years, doesn't always mean it's 10 years. And gotcha. COVID, <laughs> COVID in the middle right. bumped everybody back a few years. Gotcha. Okay. But putting that aside, uh, the comprehensive plan is a 10-year document. We're required to update that every 10 years. Every five years, we send a mid-cycle report to the Maryland Department of Planning. But what's most important about the comprehensive plan, um, the one we are now embarking on is uh, called Caroline 2040. So the details, the main focus will be over the next 10 years, but we're really looking between now and 2040 what the vision for Caroline County is. Gotcha. So uh, the towns, all the municipalities, you mentioned them, they do their comprehensive plan separately and they fold into the county's comprehensive plan. Gotcha. We make sure they're consistent. Every municipality has, um, as you mentioned, um, bands around them that can be green belts or Growth areas. growth areas. So that those areas in particular should be meshed into the comprehensive plan for the county. Right. So those are the areas where we, we try to see some agreement. A lot. Yeah. yeah, because without that coordination, you may have a town that doesn't exist. We'll just say ABC town. That's like, oh, but I want to go an additional 10 miles out of my town center for growth. But if that's not in the comprehensive plan that the county is producing, then that becomes a conflict. What you're doing is working with all of the towns, all the incorporated municipalities, and there's 10. I don't know if a lot of people realize <laughs> that in Caroline Ta- County, there's 10 incorporated. They have their own forms of government. They have their own staff, et cetera, doing the work that you're doing and bringing that all together. So it looks like – so. If a business is listening to this, how can, if they have ideas of what they want to see for types of 
industry or a footprint of industry, how does that feed into the comprehensive planning? So that's a great question. Um, I want to touch on two things. First, I should have mentioned when I talked about the comprehensive plan, it is a policy document. So okay. a lot of people think that you're doing a comprehensive plan, it's going to sit on the shelf and the state requires you to do another comprehensive plan in 10 years. Um, that's actually not the case. Uh, the comprehensive plan is a policy document that's legally enforceable. Okay. What follows the comprehensive plan is comprehensive rezoning. Gotcha. That zoning is where the rubber hits the road, where we decide what activities can happen on certain parcels of land. How Based we, on the policy decisions that right. are outlined in the comprehensive plan. Gotcha. So okay. that guides the rezoning. Whatever gotcha. is in the comprehensive plan, we implement through the comprehensive rezoning. I see. So that is very important. So when we look at uh, how businesses might want to participate, if they have a vision for something they want to see or some kind of industry that the county is interested in having, um, they would definitely want to participate in the comprehensive planning process. We are kicking off public participation with a community survey that was just released uh, one or two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. That survey will be live really throughout the comprehensive plan process, although the early stages between now and probably October, November are the most important to get feedback. Gotcha. Um, if anybody is interested in completing that survey and providing feedback at the very end of that, there's an opportunity to express interest in being on a public advisory group to okay. the planning commission. Gotcha. So the survey is, or at least can be anonymous. Uh, we have had many people reply already anonymously, but we've also had people reply to the, lo the last questions that say, would you like to participate and advise the planning commission? And if so, please provide your email address, your phone number. So there is that avenue if anybody would like to provide more information directly to the planning commission. So that's, I, I'd like to just touch on that again. That's a call to action from the podcast. And that's something that we're going to be promoting um, through economic development is as business leaders, and most of our business leaders live here too. So they're also residents or their workers live here. So there's really this interest in making sure that the vision for the county that they have input and so that do the survey and that's an ability for you then as a business owner to say yes I want to be advising this process uh, the outcome of of this process right and there's uh, different chapters in the plan different elements of the plan okay. and economic development is one of the major chapters so um, it's you're not necessarily having to volunteer and do the entire lengthy plan process if there's an area of interest that you have knowledge of and want input on, you can specifically work with us on that particular element, oh, like economic development. Oh, that's fantastic. Good. And what other kind of chapters then are there? What other kind of interest? Um, land use, which is okay. probably the driving element in mm -hmm. the plan because it dictates where everything happens and, and essentially why and what the goals are for particularly for directing land use in certain areas. Gotcha. Um, housing, economic development, transportation. Uh, there's a water resources element that this year um, there's a required addition of addressing changes in climate okay. and um, issues like flooding and sea level rise. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, natural resources, uh, mineral resources. Okay. I know I'm forgetting something. That's pretty comprehensive. Yeah. That is very comprehensive. Oh, fisheries. <laughs> oh, okay. And fisheries. <gasps> So, yeah, so housing, I would say that the very would be a, yeah. yeah, another part of 
a business interest in not just the economic development. So for me, to simplify a very complex idea, the economic development plan would be to say that we are not going to try to have a whole uh, slew of 500 employee businesses here. We're not going to try to build multi-floor office buildings. That doesn't fit in with the rest of the plan and the rest of the nature of uh, econ uh, economic development in the county. But we are going to continue maybe with some of the industries that are already have working. But part of that that we hear from businesses is housing and transportation. Mm -hmm. So how this is a guiding document that's going to feed into the comprehensive rezoning that has a little bit to do with the, the housing, certainly, but transportation. How would a business then understand that what they're talking about, if they're participating in the survey and the other uh, outreach opportunities, could indeed impact transportation? I'm just kind of, I want to give our listeners an idea of what the answer is, what they, or the question is. I could give the answer what the question <laughs> is and how much they can influence what the county could do through this comprehensive plan. Well, a lot of it, a lot of what we base some of our decision making on comes from data, either state okay. level or federal like U.S. Census. And happily, the census, the last census, 2020, um, increased the data they collected uh, where before you would have how many people are leaving the county and you would just get that data. Now they have added levels that include why did they leave and the choices are no adequate housing gotcha. or uh, the drive was too long to get even if it's across county um, or family changes or whatever. So we have deeper data but having it come from people who live here uh, is hugely important to us. We, we prefer the anecdotal data to the, the data that we get to the state because it's real world. And that right. helps us determine um, things like, do we need more live-work commercial buildings like sure. in our rural villages? Or do we need larger warehouses or industrial? So hearing from actual business owners what their what's keep you know what are their struggles mm -hmm. and that helps us identify where we need to focus improvement whether it's housing or transportation or gotcha so uh it's a policy document so then in year 2037 um you know it's gone through an update or two uh what kind of paint a picture of what kind of uh, if you could, a situation where this comprehensive plan as a policy document can help determine what would happen in the future. Um, you know, uh, uh, let's say that we do have that somebody comes in and they buy property in the county and they want to put up a 13-story building. So through the, for business, you know, that for some reason they see that there's a need for a 13-story office building. Um, could you imagine where helping how we could help that developer through the comprehensive planning say yay or nay or that they had to work with your office <laughs> to get that done yeah i think that the comprehensive plan will have um, overarching goals guiding principles and certainly building height is one of them if we're using a 13-story building example sure um, that would be something like that would be out of context, but the comprehensive plan sort of defines that context. How do we, how do we want things to look in the county going mm -hmm. forward and what do we see the needs are? So, um, I don't know if that answers 
your question about I think so no it does it does because it's then it doesn't just become the will of the office or the will of the leadership it is in this document to say in this process between 2023 and 2024-25 the citizens, the business owners, the leaders, everybody in Mar- uh, in Caroline County said, yeah, that doesn't fit in right now in the county. Or in certain places, but in certain places it does. And here's where we think it would fit, whether that's out in the county or in a town. But right. But those right. questions are, and that's in the survey as well, like community character overall, uh, you know, what do you want the rural landscape to look like? Where is development appropriate mm-hmm. and things like that? A way to show, I think, too, you know, that comprehensive plan for Caroline County has been pretty even over the last several de- decades. So we've kept that same kind of character where we're a growing rural community. A lot of people don't want to become Middletown, Delaware, right? And I hear that in economic development. We hear that from residents. That's someplace where either through planning or not, they went, yeah, okay, we're going to just, this is what our community, that's how we want to see it. So that's what's helping to inform the comprehensive plan also is having an idea of what not to do or what we don't want to see. Is that correct? Yes, definitely. If you if you see communities surrounding us, Middletown, Delaware is a great example. Uh, people, we hear quite often, we moved here because we don't want that in our community. We don't want to see those lots of big box stores, for example, or things like that in this community. You know, this is a nice um, small town community throughout the whole county where raising your kids is great. You you know everybody. The schools are great here. So, you know, that's the kind of environment that people are looking for even when they move here from across the bridge. Mm-hmm. Rural. That's what they say they like. Right. Rural. But then how to balance that with making sure that we are sustainable Correct. and and vital in, in the economy. So what's the process then? Uh, take us through a timeline. We've talked about the outreach and you said you know, October, November, but it's the survey is available throughout the whole process. What's that timeline look like? So we anticipate that the development of the comprehensive plan will take uh, 12 to 18 months. We uh, handed a schedule out to the planning commission uh, for their approval about a month ago. Okay. We are going to be tackling chapter by chapter for the next, like I said, 12 to 18 months to go through um, all of the elements and figure out how we want the final version to look, what kinds of things we want in there. Um, so starting in September, we will be tackling the land use element. That will be our first element, but we do have a draft schedule in place, which will be posted on our website if it's not posted on there already. Okay. Another way, even if somebody would chooses not to fill out the survey, all of our planning commission meetings are, um, you can watch them live on the internet. Okay. You can watch them uh, via a link that's provided on our agenda. Um, so that is, that's a great way, even if you don't want to fill out the survey to watch the meeting and find out what's being said and what's going on. And you have an opportunity to provide feedback that way. Also, once we get through the draft 
drafting stages for the comprehensive plan. There will be multiple public hearings and public meetings. Okay. Uh, the last time we did this, we had uh, North, Central, and South County regional meetings where we invited people to come in and take a look at what we were planning and provide comments. It was a roadshow. It was a roadshow. And, oh, cool. and we did that in advance of the public hearing to see if we needed to make any changes or bring back that feedback oh, to the great. planning commission members before the public hearings before things get finalized. Wrapping around that customer service element. Right. Again, yeah, yeah. Well, wow. I mean, this is this has been interesting and fascinating because I don't know that a lot of people understand how much they can really truly have an impact on the future of Caroline County and, and seeing it and keeping it in its rural character. So I'd like to have you guys come back and we'll dig a little bit deeper and talk about the planning commission. Talk a little bit more about that environmental planning because sometimes that can give folks, they hear that and it gives them heartburn <laughs> and how that kind of wraps into comprehensive planning. So Kathleen and Leslie, thank you very much for coming out today and we'll go ahead and pick this up and dig a little bit deeper. Great, Great. thank, thank you. you. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to Featured Insights and look for us on your favorite podcast platform.